Hello. The audio of this podcast is even shitter than usual. Sorry. A mic stopped working and despite our best efforts to save it, it sounds like two dogs shitting through a walkie-talkie. A brand new, beautifully recorded podcast will be released in a few days. So maybe skip this one if you value your happiness. Thank you for your support during this difficult time, you gorgeous shaggers. Reverse Cowboy. Thailand, I haven't, no. Have you not? No. Nope. The one place you haven't been? I've not been to Thailand, no. You can't tell from the, the Thailand people's Instagram posts that it fucking stinks of eggs. Why? Sulfur? Yeah, just sewage, and, and it's really smelly, and, and there's also that constant electric cable noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that bit on Instagram. Thailand's fucking amazing. So, just to, in case any of my kids are listening, so I did up, up, and up. <laughs> What, what did you just say in Thai? You said happy birthday for, uh, for the last, you know. To be honest, I saw them when they were born. Two beautiful, you know. They got all the arms and legs. Yeah, two lovely little boys. And, and I don't want to meet up with them, that's boys, anyway. <laughs> I was about to say that. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll meet up with them. Sounds good. But yeah, shout out anyone listening to Thailand. Yeah, I don't know what our stats are in Thailand, but if you're not listening to Thailand, what the fuck are you doing? Dancing in a lady boy bye. Sexy pig. Yeah, exactly, man. Listen, well, what have you been to Thailand? Because um, I feel like I'll be too. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about. I don't give a fuck about the planet. Fuck it. You shut up, Greta. Everyone shut up. Let's burn it down. See, this is what I mean. That is actually disgusting, actually. No, it's not. Come on, Matt. You know, it's not. There's no point saying it's gone. It's gone. We we're done. Just forget about the planet. No, I get it. Not, but be sad about it. Why? What's the point? I might as well enjoy my time here. Bang. That's not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because it's, it's fucking awful. We're, we're disgusting what we've done. Kill yourself then. I'll kill myself. Well, what, what you're disgusting what you've done. It's not what I've done. I've probably yeah. done more than you for the fucking planet. Oh, yeah, come on. Sit down with Extinction Rebellion, have you? <laughs> I bet you just took the piss out of him. No, I didn't. I went over there. I thought I told you that. Oh, you went over and you're like, come on, guys, well, fucking. In the end, I ended up telling him, listen, you need to repackage the whole product. Rebrand it. Greta's getting some tips. Reverse cowboy. Have you done anything fun this morning? Uh, what the fuck? Driving around like a little cab driver. I've been looking at Beatles porn. What, the McCartney linen axes? <laughs> yeah, wait. <laughs> no, but I was on Twitter this morning. Twitter. I was just checking in to see if Zoo Birkins had followed me back and she hadn't. Fucking Zoo, if you're listening, tw- Twitter me back. It's a lawless society in Twitter. Oh, Elon's letting me a bit lawless again. Yeah, I mean, it's good and bad things about that. Yeah, but I just don't like how on Twitter people don't like my posts as much. <laughs> I'll put a tweet in about this is dead good and then I don't get anyone liking it. Yeah, I'm like, why don't you think I'm funny? Especially now that it says, like, how many views you've had on your tweet. You can see, like, 4,000 people have seen your tweet and you're like, Oh, only 12 likes, eh? Who are these 4,000 cunts? I want to have a with them. Why am I not funny? Why am I not funny? That's like 3,000 views, 3 likes. What was the fucking point? <laughs> write a sentence that does better than that in 10 seconds. Why are we doing this to ourselves? I mean. Yeah, I mean. I do this for them, <laughs> for me. I don't get any fucking drunk out sitting on my own in a room. So, yeah. Anyway, I was on Twitter and um, someone, I just saw this reply to a post about Sir Paul McCartney and someone had just... No context, some bloke had just photoshopped Paul McCartney's head onto like a bird with tears. <laughs> and I was like, all right. And I thought, somebody in the world is wanking to that. 
right? Because every single thing you can think of, like uh, outrageous porn, some, well, yeah, or, or like if you think of anything like, I don't know, um, B&Q porn, if you type that in, someone's made some B&Q porn. There will be. Have a look. Where's my phone? Uh, <laughs> try, try some. Oh, they definitely DIY porn. Yeah, maybe not B&Q specific. But then I, t- I typed in Beatles porn, right, and you can find some guy's been doing drawings of John Lennon and Paul McCartney and, like, shagging each other. <laughs> I'll put in Eminem porn. Eminem, the rapper's probably done some porn. Yeah, there's like, there's like a whole music video. Yeah, with Eminem. PMVs. There's no the PMVs with the real Slim Shady. I mean, yeah. Reverse Cowboy. Right, you know, the um, last week we were going through, babe, uh, not baby names, like outrageous American names. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a new pandemic. It's reached these shores. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a woman in the UK and she's getting a lot of heat online. Her kids are called Storm West Coast. Yeah. That's one of them. Get this one. Chancy Boy Blake. What is, where's she from? Kent. Chancy Boy Blake, come in here, tea's ready. Man, they might be tinkers. <laughs> That's true. Sterile Sapphire Rose and August Forest Fox. Tinkers. You can't call them that, mate. That's a rude word. Ah. It's, it's the T word. You can't say the T word. My nanny used to have a cat called Tinker. Jesus Christ, man. Let her have a cat called Tinker. She did. I liked it. I love little Tinker. He was he was blind. Well, everyone's uncle or granddad or someone had a fucking dog to be in. <laughs> they did back in the day, didn't they? Reverse cowboy. Oh, spoken word people. They're annoying, aren't they? Yeah. Fucking annoying. That is one mess. Have you seen the Yorkshire one? I've, I might have done. Oh, mate, he, I, I, he does murder. He's like, get home for tea. Wife's got tea on the table. Been fucking shearing sheep all day. And it, it's like, it's, he pretends he's from the 40s. I've got a spoken word. Ba- I'm on about battle rap stuff. No, 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 I'm not on about... Oh, I know what you're on about. I mean, those guys who stand up at... Pretends to be drunk. Slam poets, yeah, and they're like, they're awful. Yeah, they're shit, but do you know, I know what, what I'm on about is the, the, the battle rap slam... Spoken word. You mm. must have seen them clips in the little car park. Well, like, Eminem. My problem isn't with skateboarders. Oh, right. It isn't with skateboarders. It's with the fucking environments they choose to be in. Yeah? Them little shitty, pissy car parks. That's the only place that's concrete where they can get away with it. What I'm saying is, it's not about skateboarders. I've now realised, having realised that I also <laughs> don't really understand, in fact, really dislike this spoken mm. word battle rap shit, it all takes place. When the skateboarders have gone home in the same place, I'm just not into it. Yeah, but so you just don't like concrete. Not don't like concrete. Don't like concrete. Why? Don't like concrete. And this, you don't like like brutalist architecture. Yeah, no. I love it. Yeah. I had a barbican. Barbican. Oh. It's beautiful. I can imagine. Barney lives in the barbican. It's so cool. Barney's changed football penalty gamble. Went to what? Do you know what's really fucked with my ADHD autism slash racism? <laughs> yes. Like, what's he done? I mean, it's been to be five penalties. And it started off as five penalties. And I got yeah. into it and I really started liking it. You had to score them all. And it was five penalties and it didn't matter. Yeah, you did. Mm. Size so goals, different rules, different rules, right? Mm. It was always five penalties. And then he changed it to what? So turning it off once the geezer misses one. So he might miss his second or third penalty. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm like, I, no, I'm invested. I messaged him and said, Bonnie, what are you doing, mate? It started as five. Yeah. It should, you know. Could, yeah, I need to see five. And he was like, no, because it's to do with the algorithm. Oh, he's been yelling at me about all that. Barney, it's not about 
mm. being successful. It's about entertaining us. Um, not classic, not bestseller. Fuck you, Barney. Make it five again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know, we'll put some pressure onto him. I might be seeing him tomorrow. Look out the barber going to pressure him. Yeah. Shout out to his 63rd floor apartment block. I would like to do it in the world, turn it into a paintball venue. That'd be good. Yeah, for a day. Apparently they can make a game now, a computer game, where you can, like, just basically just map the whole planet. So you can just play Grand Theft Auto. It'd be good, wouldn't it? Say they've like had satellite images where they've filmed, like, say me and you coming out of our houses this morning, and then when you drive there, you'll see me coming out. So then you, you could go over and stab me if you wanted to. Like, if I piss you off, yeah, it's one of them. Yeah, you're going for You could, yeah. Do, what about crime? Crime's good, isn't it? Do you know, like, you ever committed a crime? Yeah, Which one? <laughs> I used to be addicted to shoplifting. Like, oh, I am. I still. Mm. I fought the law and the law won. I got caught a few times and I, <laughs> a few times. Yeah, I, I ended up in a cell for it and like got bolts and you know they said. I can't. Lie, I did get caught once. Yeah. In uh, uh, Tesco in Woolwich. Shout out Lee Rigby. Because um, <laughs> I've got an addictive personality, I get addicted to things. And when I was a kid, obviously, in, into my early twenties, I was jagging off. I'm jagging off on the fucking freeway. I got well into shoplifting, and me and my mate, we had some good methods, actually. If anyone's thinking of getting into it, I'll teach you some good methods. Right, go into, say you're having a party. You used to sleep. No, I've got better things than that, mate. I got, I was a professional until I got caught. Say you're having a birthday party at your house, and you're going to get a load of booze, a load of food. Go in there, get the trolley, fill it with all your booze and food, go and pay for it, go outside, put it in your car, come back in with the trolley with the receipt, get exactly the same stuff again, Go to a till with like some toilet roll and go, oh, I've already paid for all this, but here I need to buy this toilet roll. She goes, oh yeah, where's your fruit? So you get double everything. That's actually good. It worked every time. That one's never failed me. Mm. Yeah, so that one, that's a little tip for all you listeners. Go and, go and get double your shit. Cause he lives, he's hitting us all. Mine was a lot more kind of like, stealing <laughs> well I got so good at it. I used to go and f- walk in with shopping bags and just fill them with food and walk out because no, I was like a starving student shopping yeah and oh, I- shit sorry I thought we were being casual but you are correct no what I was and then I used to get the thrill of it I used to steal things I didn't want I didn't want them at all and once I went in and I picked up a TV didn't need a TV I had one and I pulled off the little security tags like, so, so you could see where the stickers were and I walked out and I looked into the security guard's eyes and I went, I'm just taking this. And he went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like he's so bamboozled. Did he climb inside his brain? Yeah, I just went, I'm just taking this. And he went, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, and just didn't, he was like, look confused, but then just carried on. Darren Brown. Somehow. Yeah. I was like a little spiky Darren Brown. Yeah. And, and But then. Don't ever do that to me and start stealing my shit. I wouldn't, no, I had rules. I would never steal from anyone who was, wasn't like a big corporation. They were the only, I, I was one to steal, you know. So what shop was he? That was Asda. Um, and then, yeah, but then I, that's where I, the same shop is where I got caught eventually. <laughs> and I'd, I'd, I'd stuffed all these bags with like Asda Extra Special or whatever it is. We, we should be shoplifting in like Harrods, really, shouldn't we? We don't have Harrods up north. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, What's your Harrods? Yeah, Asda is Harrods up north. Yeah, you're, you've got the ability to do them brown <laughs> Well, I had that once. Have you ever seen that where, where he goes to the dog racing? He goes up and says, there's a winning ticket. Oh, I know. Goes, oh, yeah, no, yeah, gives him the money. And he says, look, look at the ticket, it's not. But he just controlled her. Why would he bother going on telly doing all that shit if he could just do that every day? You just do it, yeah. 
I bet there's some fucker out there who's better at it than him who's just living a silent life and just like just living like a king just going bamboozling everyone too much with Marvel fucking stupid no fucking bollocks that, they can fuck off if you're listening Marvel go fuck yourself like them blokes you know like Samson Hampson like he'll, he'll, he'll pull out a fucking Superman t-shirt or he'll have figurines on the side like the whole mm. You know what? Let me tell you now. You were never into that. You, no kid was into that Marvel shit. No kid was. You you got onto that when you were a teenager. Yeah, and you should have been sniffing glue and fingering girls and I mean and stealing from Asda. You should not have been watching that fucking wank. Oh, you the, was a child when you were stealing from Asda. No, I was like nineteen, twenty, or something like that. But then I, I did carry it on because I was getting away with it. I thought this is my way of life, and I had no money because I was trying to make. This is my way of life. Yeah, I lived like a king when I was at like a, you know as Pablo student. I'm a, I'm a chant. I'm a what do they call them? You're like so you're like a, a pink panther. I used to nick everything. I was so cocky. You know, you used to nick everything. This this story of violence, <laughs> by the mate. I went to. You're a, you're a pro. I was, and then I got caught. So I got caught. I got wrestled to the ground by this woman. <laughs> yeah, proper rugby player. Esther. No, this was in the same Asda in Salt in, uh, in <laughs> Hume Asda in Manchester. <laughs> Hume. Venice. Yeah. Sorry. All right, I say Asda. This woman, right? I was walking out with shopping bags full of stuff that I'd nicked, and uh, this woman, like, and two there was two security guards at the, at the like, at front door, and this woman rugby tackled me to the floor. This like little woman. <laughs> yeah, and she was the main security woman, and she was in like plain clothes, and she was like, "Got you, got you, finally. We've been trying to get you for months because they'd like been catching me on the CCTV." And then, um, so she took me in this room and I was like, oh God, I'm sorry. Sorry, I've made a bad mistake. I'm a nice boy, really. And then um, they called the cops and the cops walked me through Asda with uh, handcuffs on. That wasn't, yeah, that wasn't good. Paraded you through the town of Hume. Yeah, it was like, shame, shame. (laughs) And then they took me to Longside Police Station and they they were just taking the piss out of me, the cops. They were like, they were actually sound, but they were going like, because I was dressed in like a grey hat a grey I had like a long grey grey coat on and, and like a trilby for some reason and they were calling me Inspector Gadget <laughs> they were like don't go nicking mate when she's on she's a fucking demon like they were, they were pretty sound and but then yeah they eventually they, they, they let me rot in a cell for ages and then they took me in to see this woman who was like a bo- the boss of the cops or whatever and she was like gave me a caution but she was like you know proper caution but she said if you um if you get caught again, then all these charges are all gonna they're all gonna come in. You got caught and you'll be in a lot of trouble. And I was like, okay, thank you, thank you. Hey, so they can't do that if you get caught again. They bring up old prosecute. Well, it well listen, whatever lies she told me, she was sound and she it, she worked. It worked. Yeah, I've watched enough twenty four hours in police custody to know those guys. They weren't even. I need I needed to. <laughs> there were holograms. I needed to stop stealing and I did so it worked so good. oh really yeah, I, I've had like the old smoothie for a laugh but like you know I've not I've not ever done anything big I've ever told you about my mate the roof eagle he used to uh, on the building site a roof eagle no the roof eagle is that his name his name right no not his real name but yeah he used to wank on the roof <laughs> to the roof for a wank on this particular building site and he also I thought of him when you were talking about jagging off on a freeway Oh, yeah. He used to jag out on the freeway as well. Why not? Where's, where's the weirdest place you've, you've jagged off? Weirdest place I've ever jagged off? Uh, uh, I, just into, I don't know, into the River Thames, probably. You went into the Thames? <laughs> I bet you have. <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah, not, <laughs> not off a bridge, though. Just down by the uh, pebbles. Did you have your legs dipped in it? No, it's just like, it's just paddling and it's pretty. Yeah, good on you. 
No, just quickly. <laughs> no, of course I've had a wanking fucking rivers. Weirdest place I've ever had a wank. Nowhere. Don't wank. Told you. You keep trying to trap me on these wanking questions to frame me as some coke who just goes around wanking. I wanked onto a bag of sand once. Into a bag of sand? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, once I was a, a t- when I was a teenager, I used to work f- as a gardener for my mum's mo- my mate. And, um, How old was she? She was probably about 50, and I was probably like 14. She's still your mate? No, I don't know her. Um, she, I, think my, um, I think her and my mum fell out. I don't know. But anyway, I was working for her doing gardening on Saturdays because she had this big posh garden. And she used to tell me what to do. Like, go and do that, go and do that. I was like, all right, yeah. And she, I didn't fancy her at all, but because I was a teenage boy and just so horny. And she had big tits. And I used to, like, look at him and like, oh, God, God. And then one day I was just looking at him when I was talking to him. And I was like, I need to wank. And I just went into this, like, potting shed and just into a bag, bag of sand. But that's that's the horror of teenage boys. No, yeah, it's true. My mate had a wank in his shed. He, well, he used to wank in his shed. Well, that's that's why men have sheds. Well, I've got shit that's kind of a shed. I don't wank in there. Why not? Oh, whiskey. Right, yeah. Well, if your dad, if you're listening, your dad's got a shed, and he's like, I'm just going to go and tinker about in the shed, he's going having a wank. Tinker, you said it again. What crimes did you do when you were little? Uh, not wanking. Oh, teenage crimes. Uh, I slapped booting wing mirrors off cars. Yeah, but that's good. That's an awful little horrid thing to do. Yeah. Uh, you don't have empathy when you're a teenager, though, do you? You don't care, really. Yeah, but, I'd, yeah, I mean... You can't blame yourself for something you did then. Mm. Once I used to work at WH Smith when I was like 16 and I was on the front desk and I, I, cause I hated working there. So I used to tell my mates like on Saturday, I'm on, I'm on the front desk, WH Smith, just come in and have whatever you want. So my mates would come in and like, I'd see him picking up loads of magazines and pen, Parker pens and everything like that. And then I'd just like turn about, I pretend I didn't know them and just like look to the side as they walked out the front door. And like, that was pretty good. Yeah. Any resale value on those items? Um, you get this pen that was like, this pen was created by NASA to be riding upside down in space and it was like 20 odd quid but you just wanted one really you didn't want to sell it what's the worst crime you've ever committed Um no we can't do this on a fucking podcast we can't no we all can't no I mean bad in terms of feeling bad afterwards I've never done anything and you can't either I've never done anything horrible uh, yeah oh well I've done like I might have done but I've done things that I felt I did feel a bit bad about after. actually one thing I did felt bad about when I was about 14, I was hanging around with this slightly older kid called Tommy. His mum had fucked off to... She'd got, like, a boyfriend in Ukraine or something and just gone, like, to live there for, like, six months and just left him with loads of ready meals in their house. And, like, his grandma would come around once a week and clean. So it was just lawless. And he was obviously rebelling against his shit mum. So I used to go around and hang around with him. I thought he was dead cool. And then one day he was like, do you want to go bricking? And I was like, yeah, didn't know what that meant. And we just went down to this, like, school. It was his old primary school and we bricked every single window on the school. Like ran around and smashed everyone, and and he was like laughing, and he was throwing bricks through car windows on the way back, and then this was like kids. yeah, yeah, it was, and I was like so buzzing off the adrenaline. I was like buzzing off the adrenaline. Thought it was the coolest thing ever, but then I was like afterwards, I felt dead bad. Luckily, we didn't get caught. Oh, the worst one we did though, not me and him, me and my me and the boys from the Piss Steps gang. What was you getting called again? BDP. Um, but. What we did, there was this old bloke, he collected these old camper vans, like they were like um, VW style camper vans. And he had about 16 of them on this piece of land. Anyway, they were developing this land behind it and they, someone had left a digger there. There was like a massive dig, JCB. My mate Joe was very naughty. He was like the naughtiest kid of us all. He was walking past in the day and he saw the keys in the JCB and he just jumped up and nicked them. 
And then I like, ran off. And then later that night, <laughs> Nick took the keys. And then later that night, he's like, guys, I nicked the keys to that JCB up there today. And we went, all right, should we go and have a go? So we're like right, 14, we're getting it. Didn't know what we're doing. My mate, Jeremy Renner, yourself. My mate Craig was driving it, like, back and forth. And he's spinning around the, um, what's the thing at the front called? The, um, the bucket. Yeah. Spinning the bucket around. And it was just twatting into all these, these camper vans. And we just must have smashed about 15 camper vans up. And then smashed, he was just like lifting it up and smashing a shed down. Same kid who was smashing windows. No, it was a different kid. Yeah, and we, I thought it was, I was like, this is really bad, this. But I was clinging onto the side of JCB, like, screaming, having a laugh. And then we saw the police, like, someone had rung the police, and this, like, riot van was rallying it down the main road. So we all ran off into the woods, <clears throat> and all ran ran away, and then went home. I, I remember running in my back, through the back door of my mum's house, running upstairs, covered in mugs, I'd been in the woods, like, and, like, getting into bed, waiting for the police to come didn't but then the next day the, the guys who owned the diggers like went round and grabbed some kids and were like who's fucking done this tell us tell us tell us and then they, they grassed up on my mate joe and my mate craig and they had to go to court and like their parents had to pay loads of it but they didn't grass us up the parents had to pay yeah? they had to pay loads of money yeah oh, that's a... but they didn't grass me and the other lads up so shout out shout out joe and craig thanks for that sounds like you got pretty tight <laughs> yeah we do yeah <laughs> we'll mind in on any future screen yeah, man. Well, uh, we're going to do some more of that shit soon. Aren't we? What's your favourite film? Probably with Neil and I. Do you ever watch, like, I remember as a kid, well, it's quite nostalgic, this podcast, isn't it? But do you remember yeah. as a kid, like, films were powerful? Oh, you... <sighs> Marvel shit. Fucking one. Yeah, you know, like, I just going back to the original, probably start of this. I don't get it, all this superhero shit. I grow up, man. Oh, we're not into that, are we? Really? They're all the same film as well. They're all the same fucking film. Because Disney's bought a lot, it's just started throwing them in together. You can be watching Superman and Bunny uh, Walks Past, and I, I don't... I'm a Disney expert. Yeah, I know. You've been bragging about this for weeks now. What's the What's the worst place you've ever been sick? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really get to. Do you know? So, yeah, I used to work teaching little toddlers music so i worked there and i used to go like go hey kids good morning like let's do a fucking song it was then embarrassing because i wanted to be a rock star but i was like fuck it and i need some money and we just like sing fucking twinkle twinkle or whatever and just Lovely. hit drums Lovely. Nice job. but i used to balance that with trying to make, make it as a rock star so a rock star by night and entertained by day exactly and this is this is where the world's collided and went wrong so one night i was in like newcastle playing a gig to like four people and a dog and no actually it was a good gig that one there was loads of people there well you know say loads about 50 how we yeah and spuggy from biker grove was there <laughs> and then <laughs> jeff was on the door like and then uh <laughs> and then uh, anyway I think like we took some pills or something stupid like that so I was up like, all night drinking and doing drugs and then we got back to Manchester about four in the morning tried to have a sleep couldn't sleep but I had to go to a nursery at nine I was like what the fuck so I drove to this nursery I had a VW Beetle at the time an old one that was didn't have any MOT it was fucked and I, I was like driving it around eventually got nicked by the council and crushed because I had no MOT anyway Pulled up outside the fucking nursery, like, right, I'm going to have to go in. I was like, Krusty the Clown. Opened the car door, barfed all over the floor. Like, everywhere, because I was so fucked. <laughs> and then, like, drank some mouthwash, ate some chewing gum, went in and was like, hey, kids, hello. No, that was, that was, that was the worst time I was sick. Anyway. Oh, great. I mean, yeah, I've vomited in, on trains and in cars and things. Nowhere too. <laughs> no, outside the nursery was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, a, that was a low. 
Sorry about that, Mum. Reverse cowboy. You eat chickens, don't you? No, Mum. Yeah, so this woman, she's causing a lot of trouble online, and I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually on her side, because even though I'm vegan, I fucking hate chickens, I wish you all would get on with it and eat them all. Eat them all. Yeah. Eat them all. Get rid of them. Oh, I don't eat them all. You know, gang together, eat them all, make them extinct. I fucking hate them, right? The, the thing I'm scared of is like, is like, um, ostriches, emus, chickens, there's dinosaur birds, but this woman, right, she sparked a debate because she had a pet chicken called, um, he's called, Hi Hi. Right? No, um, she's American. Anyway, Hi Hi had, um, it's been their pet, and was the chicken Chinese? Probably, yeah. All chickens are from Asia, aren't they? Back here, no. Yeah, he looked like Kim Jong Un. This chicken attacked her child, right? It's like it's a lot of cunts chickens, aren't they? Yeah. And it attacked her, her child, and she was like, "Well, Mama doesn't play when it comes to her baby, so we're having him for nuggets for dinner." And she's uh, she's brought him in and cooked him, like killed him and cooked him, which. You know, you can't have a pet anymore that attacks a kid, which I understand. And I'm like, well, people eat chicken all day, every day, and then they go mad when someone kills one and eats it. I don't get it. For ages, I used to, like, my thing I wanted to do was, like, go hunting and kill, a, kill an animal and fucking eat it. Be a man. No, but for some reason, I've convinced myself that I wanted to do that. But mm. as I've got older, you get to a certain age where you, you... I don't know, like, why would I want to do that? It's a fucking horrible thing to do. Yeah, you don't have to do but it. On the other hand... I'll still eat it once it's packaged, being slaughtered. Look, we're all hypocrites. We're all hypocrites. But it's convenience, though. I don't blame you for just wanting to eat one from the supermarket that someone else has killed. That's like saying, do you want to make your own clothes? No, I'll get someone else to make them, even though you know an orphan's making it. I'll make my own, to be honest, if I know how to do it. Well, you could go and learn. That's your new hobby. Imagine that. <laughs> I can get you a sewing machine for your birthday. Imagine that. I mean, why not? Reverse cowboy. Can I talk about bollocks for a minute? When you look at your balls, there's like a, it's almost like a sewn seam down the middle, isn't it? Yeah, it's like they've been sewn together. Yeah, right, and I was in, awake in the middle of the night the other night. I was thinking about it for some reason. I was like, I've never actually thought about that, why it looks like that. I was panicking. I was like, I don't know, something up with me in the middle of the night. I think of weird things. And I was thinking that maybe I was like two boys sewn together. Wow. Yeah, like, I was like, what? and I'm freaking out. Like, in balls? No, I wasn't, wasn't, wasn't on the fucking... Boys. <laughs> Could be two boys. I mean, I don't know. I was just in a weird... No, but I mean, when I was born, I might be a bit... Maybe they sold me together as two boys. No, no, but now you've checked with me that I've got it as well. You were maybe done as well. But then I started panicking. I couldn't go back to sleep. So I started Googling it, finding out what it is, actually. And it is like a... It's a scar. And anyway, this is just science time. So the tissue in your babies where the... the the uh, the balls or whatever before it, before it decides whether it's a boy or a girl there's this thing called a lab, labioscrotal swelling and it develops into two different things whether the child is a boy or a girl really it's your funny so yeah so females the tissue develops into the outer labia wow. so, yeah and for us it sews together so really they're fanny lips sewn together yeah our ball bags yeah yeah so yeah that's what's happened you weren't and, and your nipples right you've got nipples because you might you might turn into a girl. Yeah. Which just proves that being trans is fine. Oh, shit. Trans is fine. Trans is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Reverse cowboy. Have you heard about this woman who spotted a dead husband in some uh, cur- oh, curry? Oh, man. Do you know what? Yes, I did. So basically, what happened is... It's still not solved, this, though. No, it is solved, is it? No, no. Why? Because, right. Basically, some woman's husband suddenly died. Um, whatever, 15 years ago. No, right. Um, oh, yeah, I don't really know. Go on, you tell me. Right. There's a curry house called The Spice Cottage up in Sussex, and they posted on their Facebook page, hey, look, we've had a refurb. 
Here it is. Look, we've got new fucking curtains, new tables, four diners, like, booming down at Spice Cottage, right? And this woman commented on it and said, when was this photo taken? Because that I can see my son and, and my husband in the photo. My husband died in 2014. And the, um, the restaurant have replied saying, nah, we filmed this last week. And she said, he'd be eating a chicken coma because that's all he ever ate. And uh, the restaurant will come out and say, no, listen, we didn't have this. We didn't have these tables last year, until this year. We didn't have any. So, because last I heard, she was like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. And then I felt sorry for her because I'm thinking, oh, you must have, like, you know, PTSD or... What? So she... Missing your husband. She thought it was her husband it's not. Well, apparently. No, because... Well, I don't know. The, the article I'm reading, she's like, no, nah, it was 2014. And they're saying, nope, it's not. It was... He, he's like, it was last week. But it's an update. There's been an update. You need the update. Right. The update is that I didn't click on it. Uh, Basically, she's now apologised and said, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Not my husband. Yeah, so now you kind of feel a bit sorry for her. Do you know what I mean? She's looking for a husband anyway. Exactly, man. So, she, yeah, bless her. So, she's, she's it's all public. Oh. hope that she's, you know, that's awful. Or. Why would a fucking son be there as well? We'd have to be in on it. Yeah, maybe it is. Or what's happened is this guy did it for life insurance. John Darwin. Yeah, John Darwin. And then he's come back to the wife this week and said, listen, mate, I'm so sorry, but I did this to get some money and I've been feeding it to you through the sun. Yeah, and then and that. she's she's going, oh, no, actually, forget about that. And he's, he's just living in the basement. I mean, how many men? There must be... I wonder what percentage of people who go missing actually have gone and done a John Darwin. There must be a few. There's a few, yeah. Yeah, there's some. So Jeffrey Epstein, Michael Jackson, to name a few. yeah. And the innocent OJ Simpson. <laughs> your, your guy. I do know really did it. Of course he did it. No, I don't know how you can say he did it. He got acquitted, man. Acquitted. <laughs> in the court of law. No. Yeah. Oh, in another one, he got found guilty. The young tranny, the cheeky tranny rapist who fucking changed his gender, the crafty sod, ended up going to a women's jail. Did he do it to rape people? He was in for rape. He got found guilty of rape, changed his identity to a woman, yeah. to a woman's child in Scotland. That's naughty, isn't it? Very naughty. But yeah, the problem with those stories is that they sensationalise them and then that affects actual trans people. He's just a cunt. That's what I mean. Yeah. But that's what, that's what, whether you like it or not, and you, you've got to fuck it, you know, a lot of men are just perverts doing it. I'm sure, but that doesn't make it any easier for the genuinely trans people. They should still be able to do whatever they want and go wherever they want. It doesn't. There should be like a little test they do, like a knowledge. You know? <laughs> a little card where you get a little chip in your, you know, under your tip. You, you lift it up when you prove you're an actual qualified as a woman. We'll bring that in when I'm Prime Minister. There you go. Chip them all. There's a flag outside. There's one ugly flag. That fucking multicoloured monstrosity with the brown and black on it. I would don't give a shit what it stands for. If that was a country's flag. I don't know which one you're about. The, the pride flag grows, gains a new colour every season. Yeah, rainbow doesn't have brown in it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. This rainbow's got an, an extra brown <laughs> like shit bit of grey rainbow underneath that. And, yeah, basically, I get the point. It's everything, right? You don't need to keep adding colours. It's a fucking eyesore. But not, not what it stands for. She doesn't make it a prism and then it's got every colour in it. Yeah, just fuck off with it. Just make it metallic. Find a new colour. Do you reckon there are any colours that we've not discovered yet? I've had a dream about this. It was a new colour. Really? Yeah. What was it called? It was just a colour and you couldn't, it was, you can't describe, I couldn't say it was a bit like that and a bit like that. Mm. It was a new colour. But in my dream, it wasn't. I didn't actually see a new colour. It was just that this new colour had been discovered. Yeah, I'm a fucking genius. 
Well, no, because you wouldn't know what it was. So you've got genius in you? No. Um, well, that, I mean, that says it all about it, both of us, doesn't it? Do you know that people used to not be able to see the colour blue? Really? Yeah. I, I didn't believe this when I heard it, right? But there's a lot of evidence to say that ancient humans couldn't see blue. Um, so basically, if you look at any ancient stuff like ancient Icelandic, Hindu, Chinese, Arabic, Hebrew texts, no one mentions blue, not one. Yeah, and then there isn't really much in nature that is inherently a vibrant blue other than like skies or a couple of birds. So the Greeks, they used to say the sky was wine-coloured. And it's, yeah, and it's not. So it's weird. It's like they couldn't see it. And then the first time people started talking about it was in the Egyptians. They developed a, um, a blue dye out of this rock that was in their vicinity. And so everyone started talking about blue then. Kind of aquamarine. Yeah. See on little. Yeah. Um, what it's called. But then, and they turned it into paint. So it was like the first time people could see blue and be like, wow. Anyway, so the, these guys have done um, a study on it. And they went to this tribe from Namibia because they're like, that's like talking to people from the past. And they, they don't have a word for blue. And they showed them uh, these like, pieces of paper with 12 squares on 11 were, were green and one was blue and they couldn't see it but they must look at the sky so they'll say it's called something else and they think that they see it as a shade of green and they don't have a blue they just see it they couldn't see the blue square and the tw and, and the 12 green squares they couldn't see surely it. they see the square yeah but they couldn't see that so they don't distinguish but do you know what I should do to that tribe I should reload kill them all get them housing turn that land into something useful like a factory a car park NCP. so I can get them like parked up in I don't know they should paint them all like smurfs and then they won't be able to see each other they don't need to see blue so really we could be looking at something now and we don't even know it's there <laughs> fucking move. get out of the way stop showing off get here and get a job yeah do you know what I mean like, you know it's not a what any use, man. Poor fuckers. <laughs> they, they attack planes with spears and stuff. It's great, yeah. I would rather live with them. You wouldn't. They'd kill you. That's what I mean. You hear about these people who... No, but if I was one of them... These people have gone off the trail to go and interview... Oh, yeah. ...and they just get eaten. Yeah, but fair enough. Fair enough, though. You don't you don't go in there. We're all 45th generation Roman, right? According to Mike Skinner. The skinny man. <laughs> Your man. Skin dog. Yeah. Have you heard about cargo cults? Huh? Cargo cults. Cargo trousers. No, they're coming back supposedly. Well, they are back. Yeah, have you got any? No, you, I'm, I'm wearing long johns underneath, so. Right. Like, almost sort of. Well, yeah, no, nothing to do with cargo. Mm. No, I've never had a pair. I had them back in the 90s. I've seen them rolling in there. Yeah, I mean, they got, they're handy, they've got a lot of pockets. True. <laughs> the, you know those ones that like that had like loads of like long, thin straps off of them? See, I've never had one experience with them. And I was in student halls in Manchester. There's like seven kids in each flat. And uh, the one opposite us, we became friends with them. And this little gay lad called Jonathan. Yeah, and he had them on. And he's always had them on. And he looked like a little pig. He had like a pig nose and like spiky hair. And we had this party in ours. And they all came over, all the girls from over and, and Jonathan. Yeah, and anyway, Jonathan brought his new boyfriend, this lad. Jonathan still have your trousers on. He had them on, yeah. And I was like, oh, they're, they're a bit shit then. But I was probably dressed terribly. So, you know, whatever, Jonathan, you, you, you enjoy your pants. But he had them on. I just remember at the end of the night, he'd fallen out with his boyfriend and his boyfriend was stomping off down the hallway, the corridor, and he was going, I love you, Philip! And he just went, I don't love you, Jonathan! Uh, <laughs> maybe the end of Philip and Jonathan. Yeah, they were, they were done then. But yeah, I don't love you, Jonathan. Did you go to? Salford. Basically, basically fucking Syria. 
Really? Yeah, it was rough as fuck. I, I nearly failed about eight times. Cause I only went so that I could afford to move to Manchester because I got a student loan. Is it possible for me to go to Manchester University? Now. Old school style, stay in the dorm. <laughs> yeah, you mean you might... There's a student. Yeah, but you might be a pedo. Well, a pedo. <laughs> no, you could. There was a guy when I was in student halls. We were all like nineteen, or whatever you are, and there was one guy who was like thirty eight who lived with us because he was like come back to, come back to uni and he's lived with us. <laughs> but he was he was ace, yeah, he, and he was my mate. He was this geeky dude, and he was just like he was sweet. He was a nice bloke, but he was just that geeky and. I want to do it mm. old school. I mean, classes. I don't think you'd enjoy it. Leather jacket. I've got a neon sign. It's basically all I need. Reverse cowboy. What's the maddest thing you've ever swallowed? Maddest thing I've ever swallowed? Uh, Old man's cock. A bottle of vinegar. A full bottle? I fucking down a bottle of vinegar and then I killed myself. For a dare? Yeah. I kind of dared myself. I was just showing off like a little squaddy in a kebab shop. Mm. And I just opened this bottle of vinegar and started glugging it. Oh. Before... That's that burning you. No, no, listen. I was just glugging it like you would a, a bottle of Stella, yeah? yeah? Just like that. Because... I didn't breathe yet. My throat was accepting it down there. Then, when I went to breathe, I went, and my throat wouldn't open. Oh. Went, like that, and it just wouldn't open, and I fucking panicked like mad. Never down a bottle of vinegar. No, right. Uh, honestly, I was... Could you not breathe? For about 10 minutes. No, slowly, slowly. So, at first, it was like, that. The fuck? And then after, you know, 30 seconds, I was like... You know, so it got better and better. Why did it do that, I wonder? Because I just couldn't open my throat to breathe in because of the, I don't know, the acid or whatever. Wow. Yeah, man. So these doctors have been um, swallowing Lego heads for scientific reasons and like, seeing how they travel through them and stuff. And they're swallowing different things, but they're saying you can swallow pretty much anything, but don't swallow a battery. Because if you swallow a battery, especially one of those flat ones that you get in like a watch, really? they, they can burn through your esophagus in minutes. Oh, fuck. Because it'll be... Shorting out, won't it? And they're powerful. Wow. Be careful, there's batteries lying around. Mm. These kids' toys, man. Yeah. I've so many batteries in my fucking life. Don't, yeah, hide them, man. Like, don't let them eat them. Just they'll burn through their esophagus, and you don't want that. Do you remember putting your tongue on a 9 volt battery as a kid? No, but people have said this before. Yeah, my brother used to like go, do it, or I'm not giving you a football or whatever, so I just do it, and it was horrible. Burn, like, properly gets you. Yeah, it's not nice. But once this was a really low moment for me, probably. But I was really, I was about eighteen. I really fancied this girl called Charlotte, and I was trying to get off of her for ages. And she was just like playing me along a bit, but not let you know, just letting me know I maybe could, but not, you know, just not letting me kiss her or whatever. And then um, once we were at this barbecue, and she was like, "I'll get off of you if you swallow this." And she held her hand out, and there was like one pound thirty-seven in her hand. So I just took it off and swallowed it. Swallowed all the change. Did she let you get over? Yeah. Oh, I had a good snog. Right? And you got paid? Yeah. But then I never checked if it came out the other end, and I never have, so it might still be in there. Yeah, sure, yeah. You'd think you'd feel it if you were like... If you're you jangling around. Yeah, you'd feel it if you'd shout out a 50p, wouldn't you? You'd be like, oh, what the fuck's that? You think so, but then again, sometimes you look at your shit and you think, wow, I didn't know I could do that. Yeah, that's true. Didn't know I could gape. Reverse cowboy. If you believe in all these booster jabs and asterisks... Why do you think I do? No, because I'm just saying, hypothetically. Put in them booster jabs and this has been proven. Um, each one's got, like... Human sperm. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Who's, who's jizz? Who's jizzing in them? From the sperm box. The fucking little the Jerusalem clinic. 
what they all have done is use some sperm to like develop something. They've not put a little sperm in each one. No, it's fucking <laughs> to help it flow into your veins. But we basically what it does is it, you know, like when two people from the same family have sex, it kind of fucks the bloodline. Yeah, that's what they're doing. They're mixing sperm with your sperm. So it fuck your. I'm not having a kid with them. That's on YouTube, mate. I've seen <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a that's a reliable source, isn't it? YouTube. I'm telling you, David, like. That, oh yeah, he's a, he's another really reliable source. Pure blood. <laughs> Would you have him stroking your hair? Listen, I'm so proud of my community, man. Like we stood so strong and proud. What community? Fucking community of pure bloods. <laughs> I'm standing. There's not one needle went anywhere near me. Like, you fucking pussy. Didn't even wear a fucking pussy. Hell. Just walked around just being myself. What are you proud about? Well, There's nothing to be proud about. I remember clapping out the fucking window. Yeah, I bet you did. I didn't. I filmed everyone else clapping and mugged them off. I thought it was one because, to be honest, <laughs> but it became a, it became like a fucking ch- every every road had their little. It's just so hypocritical, isn't it? Because they're all fucking voting Tory. We're destroying the NHS. And then they do that. But my mate who, who worked on, like, the front line helping people in, in the hospital, like, he brutalised by it. And he, he told me on the first... I said, oh, what do you think about this clapping? And he said, it's fucking nonsense, the cunts. Like, shut the fuck up. We don't need that. We need investment. Yeah, we need investment and help, yeah. So I just went out and scowled at all my neighbours. I could do with another lockdown, really. Oh, mate, I'd love one. But on my own. Like, just completely on my own. That's what... I've never really got out of lockdown. I had a baby during lockdown, then I had another one, and I'm still fucking locked down. Yeah, that you fucked up there. Reverse cowboy. So I've heard from our sponsor, T- the Skin Dog. He's coming on, isn't he? Well, I've seen him on. I've seen him shaking his tushy on all kinds of podcasts recently, mate. Tom, get on our podcast. Stop being shy. This episode of Reverse Cowgirl is brought to you by Bosch Lager. Buy some my lager and get drunk. Bosch. No, thanks, Tom. Thanks for your support. And, um, yeah, thanks to everyone who's been supporting us on the coffee links. And there's a couple of quid that's really generous. It's paid for the studio today. So it's really nice of you. Thanks a lot. Reverse Cowboy. Pretty, please like and subscribe. We love you, shaggers. Kiss, kiss.